So you love Jesus and are hungry for more? In this podcast, we will explore knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and learning how to share our story. My fellow brothers and sisters, these areas will make us strong warriors for Christ. And guess what? God will equip us in that journey. I am Melina, your host and teacher, or Jesus bestie, and this is the Holy Equipped Podcast. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Holy Equipped Podcast. I am so glad that you are here. Um, So I have today a topic that I have found has been, I think, (laughs) very common for a lot of us. So if you've been a regular listener, like I said, well, did I say? I don't know. But welcome back. And if you are new, welcome. Be sure to check out just I have to say this because if you're new and you know, you, you don't know much about me, maybe. So get to know me. I definitely invite you to go back to previous episodes in episode one and in episode 10 to learn a little bit more about the mission here on this podcast and a little bit more about me. I do want to take a moment to invite all of you, if anything resonates with you, and especially if you are a regular listener around here, please, please, please take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. It is seriously the equivalent to uh, like, okay, maybe, I don't know if it's a meme or a quote or something I've seen that you may have seen it too on your social media. I don't know, but it's like, it says Every time you shop small or you shop local, it says an actual person does a happy dance. That's what it is for a podcaster. (laughs) If you leave a review for us, that's like us doing the happy dance. That's how you can support a podcaster. So, and the same thing, it's like there's all these influencers on all of these different platforms. They're obsessed with the algorithm. How do I be seen? How do I grow? How do I beat the algorithm? Well, in the podcast world, it's a little bit different because it's not a social media platform. So there isn't like this fancy algorithm um, other than just like suggestions. So unless you happen to search for a particular podcast or in a topic or just from podcasts you already follow that are similar to mine, maybe, um, it is likely to help my podcast get discovered and seen uh, with those suggestions. Uh, if I'm getting good reviews. So the key to helping get my podcast into more ears and in helping others to be encouraged in their faith and sharing Jesus and sharing their story is to help me out with that and leave a review on iTunes. If you don't listen to iTunes, um, that's fine. You may not have an iPhone, but if you do go ahead and just hop onto that, uh, that purple little podcast app, find my podcast and then leave a review in there. All right, so while we're on this topic of discoverability or the idea of being discovered, of my podcast being suggested or whatever that is, that is where I want to bring in this talk about comparison. All right, so I have to admit, working from home right now and being in the industry that I am in, I'm online and I'm in social media, like I'm in all parts of it, I'm in it. And uh, I'm a copywriter 
who also would be around other business owners who are also all up in it. And we all deal with this thing called comparison or imposter syndrome or whatever that is. But um, I know that it's not just to um, an influencer or to a business owner. I think it's all of us. So that's, you know, it's when you're seeing, because even, even someone who's not those things and all of us, you get up on social media and you see your friends or you see people that you follow and what you're seeing is a lot of people's highlight reels. You hear that all the time, or at least I do. But I'll tell you, from being an online business owner, from my perspective, I'll I'll see people who are seemingly successful because they have a large following, or they'll say they're successful and that you should buy their course so you could do the same. And I think, like, I see a lot of that. In, in my world. And um, that might be might be the case. But um, nothing is what it seems. And nothing applies to everybody in the same way. So I want to confess a couple of things to you today in my entrepreneurial journey, just to kind of take you alongside with my journey, but also to talk about this topic um, with this. And as an example, <laughs> I so I ran into an online figure in this process of putting myself more out there, right? And there, this particular online figure was somebody that I started to feel like I was comparing myself to, and not in a good way, not in an aspiration or inspirational way. I, would, I was finding myself getting triggered and judgy. That's not good. I'm telling you, that's not good. That's toxic. (laughs) That's why it's so important that if there's anybody online, just a little side note that you feel brought down every time you see it, unfollow. Nobody's controlling your social media. It's your account. (laughs) Just that's a side note. Anyway. And I've also, so my other second thing, because I said it was a couple things I wanted to confess. So the second thing I'll confess to you today is that I and this, I think this is what happens when you're lonely and you work at home as a solopreneur um, is you obsess over something. And unfortunately, I wish it was like obsessing over like making cookies, but it's obsessing over numbers and not like my bank account either or like budgeting. <laughs> I'm talking about my social media numbers. It is so exhausting. But I find lately that I've been obsessing over it. And you know, there's part of that that's good. It's good for knowledge. It's good to know your analytics because you want to make sure that you're not wasting your time putting stuff out there that isn't resonating with your audience, right? Um, But there's the other side of it that's like, you don't need to keep checking every five minutes. Nothing's going to change. You're not going to miss anything. Like, get off. (laughs) And so, and that's, that's honestly what I'm just finding difficult is that there's just, there's little accountability when you are just home by yourself, working by yourself, doing things by yourself as a small business owner who works from home. That's just me. That's just my story. That's my experience. I'm not saying this is every solopreneur, but this is what I'm going through and I'm confessing it to you. All right. So I think 
I think just all in all, I think one of the bigger reasons that, you know, if you find yourself with a lot of free time, that we'll find ourselves picking up our phones all the time and scrolling. I think this is because we all hunger for community. If anything, 2020 has probably taught us that the most, that we hunger for community. And especially in a time when we couldn't go out and be around each other physically, well, social media was the point of access to other people. But it wasn't always for the best, I think, for some people. But anyway, I digress. So I have to ask you, do you ever find yourself doing this? Where you're doing that comparison game with all the other people that you're following online, any of your friends or the people that you know? Uh, I have to, I have to, um, like, when I get online or in general, I think when we get online to be quote unquote social with people and all you end up doing is just scrolling and judging yourself against so-and-so or judging others. Um, I think usually it's because we see something in someone that we don't like about ourselves. Eee, ouch. <laughs> now tell me, how is that being social? Uh, because I can tell you when I'm social, if I go to a social event, I'm probably more trying to think about going in the bathroom and hiding. I'm not sitting here looking at what so-and-so is wearing and how she looks. Well, maybe I am because I'm probably thinking she looks amazing. But I think what I'm trying to get at is um, we're more apt to actually be in conversation when we're socializing. And sometimes social media, instead of socializing, we're doing the bad stuff of comparing and judging. So that's kind of really where I'm trying to get with that. Um, but, you know, I, I get it. Like the whole reason this social media thing takes off is because we are made for community. And when left with no other way to connect, social media is a powerful tool. It's an amazing tool. And, you know, the body of Christ is intended for all of us to be doing our part. We each have a purpose. We each have a role. I've talked about this before in previous episodes. Um, and this is so that when each of us are functioning at our full capacity or in the capacity that we are supposed to be doing the way God intended us, it makes the whole body of Christ working in a healthy way, the way it's supposed to, the way God intended. Then we can impact more people for the kingdom. And that's kind of the point. We want to make heaven crowded. But we fall into this online world where comparison crosses the lines of aspiration over to negativity. And comparison can be good in that it can show us what is possible or it could give us goals that we can aspire to. And above that, comparing ourselves to Jesus on the regular keeps us in check to be sure that we are still striving to be as Christ-like as possible. Uh, as, you know, since we're sinners in the world, we're trying our best. So those are ways that comparison can be good. But I think a lot of the dwelling that we do is kind of on the bad side of the issue. So what I want to talk about today is how we can turn that around. So we got to stay in our lane. Jesus even tells Peter in the Gospels, and well, I guess I can give you context, but 
maybe not. So anyway, Peter is one of the disciples that follows Jesus. And there's a point in the Gospels. I won't give you the whole story because, again, maybe that's for a teaching episode. But in this talking episode, I'm just going to give this example real quick. So Peter's one of the disciples of Jesus, and he asks Jesus, but what about him? As he is asking Jesus about what about the other disciple? Like, what what are you going to do with him? Or what are you going to use him for? And Jesus is like, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. That's in John chapter 21, verse 22, if you're wanting to know. But he, he's basically saying, it doesn't matter what I do with him or what I don't do with him. What matters is that you follow me. So that's kind of the point of, you know, the the bad part of comparison. We don't need to have that. We just fix our eyes on Jesus. But I want to get a little bit practical in the context of the comparison, especially in this online connected world that we're in today, because that's the reality that we're in. And we deal with this every day. So let's look at ways that we can release the negative side of comparison and be able to follow Jesus in that area. So he can be able to work the healing in that and use us more in the way that he intends, where we can learn to choose love over comparing in a judgy way, whether it's judging ourselves or others. So what does that look like for the our so-called social life? Well, I have three ways that I'm going to talk about today that we can do that, that we can turn this around. And you don't even have to take notes. I think these are just easy. I mean, you're, you might even be scrolling as you're listening to this as we speak. So you can do these three things as we're talking <laughs> if the phone's already in your hand. So there you go. No notes needed. So the first thing that we can do to try to turn this social media negativity comparison around is to cheer people on. You're probably like, what? what, how? <laughs> well, this is like the golden rule, just like in a real in-person relationship. This is treating others the way that you want to be treated. How many times do you post something online or you share something or ask a question and it just falls flat? Maybe, maybe uh, the person, maybe you're keep checking in and there's like, nobody's liking it. Nobody's commenting. Um, do you know, but then think, okay, then think about the part. How does it feel when you get a comment or when you get feedback or when someone, when people actually give you a response and some, uh, recommendations that you were asking for on Facebook, it feels pretty good. Doesn't it? Like you don't feel alone. Like you're just speaking to a wall. There's other people on the other side of your post and it does feel pretty good. So think about how that might feel for someone else. So when I say cheer people on, it's doing that for somebody else. You may never know how it makes them feel, but if you know how it feels when someone comments nice on your post, I promise you, you probably made that person's day and that's got to feel pretty good. So that's one way to turn it around because you're, you're essentially 
putting more light out into the world. And that always feels really good. And you know what's really cool about some of our accounts? I mean, especially if you're on Facebook, is that there are some of these people that a lot of them might not even be strangers. We might actually be personally have been connected with the people on there. So I know it might be a little bit strange. You probably never comment on Aunt Sue's posts ever. But if you're starting to feel this negativity drain, go to Aunt Sue's post and comment. (laughs) She will feel like a million bucks and you'll have made her day and that'll feel pretty good. So that is, that's probably, I think, my favorite example for turning this negativity and comparison around on social media and making it actually social. All right. So now the second way that you can do that. And like I said, if you're already already on your phone right now, go and pull up Aunt Sue's post as I tell you this next one. All right, so this next one is actually message people. Did you know that social media has the word social in it? But are we really social on it? Or do we just troll on it or or scroll or I don't know. I, I always feel like the word trolling is like where you're just like watching all these people, but you don't really engage with any of them. But I think trolling actually means like you're somebody who just goes and like spits on everybody's accounts. I don't really know. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is a personal connection. Just like in real life, when you connect with people, you're like, what's your number? I'll text you. And then you're connected with them, right? And then periodically, you might get a text from them, might get an invite from them. You might get some random picture sent or a TikTok sent to you from them. And it, it, feels nice when someone had thought of you, right? You made a connection. And it's the same thing on social media. I I feel like for so long that the whole sliding into someone's DMs is kind of like, it's slimy or something like, oh, you don't mess it. Oh, what's so-and-so messaging me for? That's just weird. Like just comment on one of my posts. Like that's weird. But guys, it's not, it's not weird. What I've been learning this year Um, And I probably attribute this to the Clubhouse app app in teaching me how social social media can be. (laughs) If you're not on Clubhouse, you probably keep hearing me talk about this, um, especially if you're on my if you follow me on Instagram. But you got to get you got to get on it and whatever. I digress. But getting into people's DMs or private messaging people, even if it's just to like um, tell them. I maybe it gets a little bit weird. Okay. Just kidding. I admit. So an easy way to do this is go on Instagram and you know, when you're looking at people's stories, how it'll let you have like a reaction feature. Well, instead of doing the reaction, actually do the little comment part and just be like, Hey, I love that outfit on you. That's so cool. Where did you get it? Or, Oh, look at your dog in the background. So cute. Any comments like that, people love that. They feel seen, you know, like we we don't put this stuff out there for nothing. And I think we don't really think past the post that it's a human being behind that and other human beings are seeing it. Why don't we make the connection? Just respond to people with actual words. And I think that'll help to turn the negativity around because then you're going to actually start to um, feel like you're having conversations instead of just 
watching each other from afar and maybe possibly judging yourself or them. So that's my second tip there, the second way to turn it around. The third one, and this one is more on the personal aspect. It's not going to be necessarily where it touches the other person or impacts the other person, but I think it's also going to help with your own mental health because, um, you know, one is kind of the front face action, the first two. This one is the behind the scenes action. And this one has been my favorite for myself in creating boundaries. I think it's so important, especially when you can be apt to have some of the negativity that you can get from online is turning notifications off. Guys, if you have ever sent me like a message now, Instagram's a different story because I pretty much live on Instagram. I probably see your um, DM quicker. <laughs> but if you text me or if you um, send me a message on Facebook um, or send me an email, I mean, my emails, I'm in there every day during the main part of the day, like my work day. But like I said, I create boundaries and I turn off notifications. So if you had sent me something, I only will see it if I happen to go into the app at a time that I want to go into the app and plan to look at messages instead of just constantly responding to messages. Again, like I said, if it's Instagram, that's a whole another story. Um, so basically what I'm telling you is the best way to get a hold of me is go on Instagram. <laughs> Okie Molina, go follow me. Um, but anyway, uh, better than that, send me a DM. But really what I'm trying to say is um, when you turn off notifications on your own phone, I think for me, it kind of fell into like a little bit of anxiety. Like you would get that ding or that pop up and you always got to pick up your phone all the time and see who was that. Or I, I think, I don't know, because I've also turned off notifications on my Instagram. Like I said, I don't get notifications from Instagram, but I'm always in it. So I see it. But I, I don't see every time someone likes my post or I don't see every time someone comments on my stuff unless I go in and look because, um, man, that's so interruptive to our day and it keeps our mind so focused on the obsession of the numbers, I guess, and responding quickly to something or like, so basically with that, what I'm trying to get with that is where our focus is, where it goes, is what will grow. And if our focus is on our, um, is, I don't think popularity is the word, but how people are responding to whatever posts we put out so we can keep getting the notifications, turn it off. You're, you Then you free your mind and you can focus on something else and that something else will grow instead of you just being glued to the screen of your phone every time it turns on and you get a new notification. So that's a third way that I would recommend to help turn around the negativity that is around social media and the negativity and comparison and all of that is to just turn off the notifications and get on the apps whenever you actually want to get on and then be able to respond and comment on people's posts and send them DMs, guys. Because again, I think if we turn this into relationship with other people, serving other people, putting more light out there on what other people are doing, 
at making other people feel good and encouraged and seen. I think that helps to make the the social media platform kind of like a real world platform where we just want to make the world a better place. And who doesn't want that? Like, like I said, you know, um, I think I said before, you know, it's as followers of Jesus, we want to serve him by being the best as Christ-like as possible as we can. And there's no denying that social media is here to stay. Social media is also a big part of our world and our lifestyles and everything. So it would behoove us to think that there wasn't any way that it wasn't affecting us. So I hope these three points help you um, in, in being able to turn the negativity around and keep you from rather than comparing in a bad way to kind of seeing it as a more service way as a more relational way and make it more fun and not as draining or hurtful for you or for others maybe not for others but because i doubt you're out there being a bully but also when you hinder and don't share yourself with people you're hurting them because they need to near they need to know you they need to hear what you have to say because you are also a light in the world for them all right that's my that's my little soapbox that is the topic here that I want to share. So, you know, like I said, um, when I was confessing the other things, I, I really share this because these are things that I go through as, as a entrepreneur in this journey that I'm in right now, and also being in, in the social media space a lot. So it's something that I know I'm not alone in, but I also know it's not just too, um, isolated to what I do. I, I know that we all deal with it. So I hope that, you know, if you, if you're going to be tied to your phone and you're addicted to social media, guys, you might as well make it not about judgment and make it about giving life. Don't just be a bystander of other people's lives. One little comment can make someone's day. And that is you serving your circle of influence and loving on others. So that's what I got for you today. I, I hope that that encouraged you and gave you some practical tips on how you can encourage others because, you know, the best way for us to share Jesus and show the world that we are disciples of Christ is by loving each other, right? So go, go love on people. And until next week, uh, have a wonderful day. My friends, thank you for listening to the Holy Equipped Podcast. Will you help me grow this ministry and the mission to make discipling disciples of Christ? That is, teaching Christians how to grow and teach other Christians, who also teach Christians, how to be warriors for Christ. If this episode spoke to you, please leave a review. And if you really want to help me spread the mission, share this episode with a friend. If you haven't yet, follow or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If you want to connect and be besties with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Oki Molina, that's O-K-I-E Molina, and say hello. Just tag me in your stories or send me a DM. I'm so excited to connect with you. Until next week, know that you are called and equipped by God.